morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get into the word of God, talk about it and allow it to transform our lives. And let me tell you, what we're going to be talking about this week is truly transformational. That's the focus of this week's message from 2 Peter. It is to me a process that Peter lays out about how we grow and where we get stuck sometimes. So let's look at this really foundational verse in 2 Peter chapter 1, 6-8. through 8. Peter writes, Now for this very reason, also applying all diligence, in your faith supply moral excellence. In your moral excellence, knowledge. In your knowledge, self-control. In your self-control, perseverance. In your perseverance, godliness. In your godliness, brotherly kindness. And in your brotherly kindness, Christian love. Do you see the progression there? We start with faith. We, that begins to affect the way we live. From that changed life, we then go and get more and more knowledge of God's Word, God's truth, God's way. From there, we have the self-control to apply that knowledge. We don't just read about it and forget about it, but then we have to persevere in it. It's not just enough to change once. We continue to persevere in that, in that obedience, that self-control. As we persevere, that produces godliness in our lives. That that's there's a discipline involved here that produces godliness, and that godliness shows up in brotherly kindness first, and finally in true Christian love. What a progression! What a progression, brothers and sisters. That's what God is doing in your life, and it's not like a one-time thing. This is a process that happens over and over again in our lives as we have greater faith greater understanding, greater self-control, greater perseverance. We continue to grow more and more, and the goal, Christian love. Now, it's quite interesting to me, he says, for this very reason, he tells us we should have this process, this discipline, this self-control, this perseverance, etc. We should have, he starts off right at the very beginning, for this very reason. What reason? Well, when you study the Bible, if you see something like, where if he says this very reason, you want to go back and want to say, well, what was the reason? What was he talking about? Well, let's look at, let's look at 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4. And boy, I'll tell you, these are awesome. You ready? Seeing that God, he starts grace and peace be multiplied to you, but then he says, seeing that his or God's divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to to life and godliness. Wow. Everything pertaining to life, everything pertaining to godliness, God, His power, His divine power is available to each of us, everything necessary for life and godliness. Wow, I want to find out more about this. How do we get that? Through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence, through the true knowledge of God, the through true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. All real growth, all genuine spiritual growth comes through the true knowledge of God, the experiential knowledge, not just the academic knowledge. 
although that's certainly a part of it, but the experiential knowledge. It is spiritual growth. It can't be explained materially. It can't be explained physically. It can't be explained merely academically. You must bring God into the equation. Only, only because true growth makes us godly. Well, we're going to see that here in a minute. So this true knowledge is provided by God to you and to me. We've got to believe this. We've got, we go back again to verse, in your faith, supply moral excellence. We've got to believe that God has provided this. I know so many Christians whose theological perspective seems to say, we've got to be defeated until we get to heaven. That you're going to be overcome by temptation. You're going to be overcome by this world. You're going to be overcome by, you, there's not, there's really not much you can do about it. And that even, you know, good Christians have their shortcomings. Well, okay, we do. But how about this verse? How about this promise? Everything pertaining to life and godliness. Do you believe that's available to you? Do you believe that God can meet you wherever you are, when whatever the situation, whatever the temptation, whatever the stress, the problem, at that moment, our God can meet you? Well, I believe that. And if you don't believe it, you're not going to experience it. You might be surprised what would happen if you begin to believe this. By these precious, by this his own glory and excellence, continuing on, for by these, his glory and excellence, he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises. And indeed, aren't God's promises precious and magnificent? That's one of the reasons we come here every day, getting the word of God every day. They're precious. They're more precious than, you know, our stock portfolio. They're more precious than even our loved ones. They're more precious. God's promises are life-transforming. We value them. We consider them to be a great, a great treasure, His precious, and they're huge. Believe me, that's why another reason we've got to read them regularly and be inspired regularly, because God's promises to us are bigger than we could ever imagine. It's easy to forget them. It's easy to, it's easy to hear them and not really think they're true, because they're magnificent. Our God has given us some precious treasures, some magnificent, great treasures in the promises He's given to us. What do they do? So that by these precious and magnificent promises, you ready? So that by them we may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Well, let's think about that for a minute. The corruption in our world, and you look at the corruption that bothers us, whether it's the corruption in Washington, D.C., or the corruption in the world, and, and, and the, the global corruption, or whether it's the corruption in your neighborhood, or whether you've been the victim of corruption, or whether there's corrupt people at work, or, or whether no matter where it's touched, your school, your family, or whatever— the corruption in our world, at its base, this it's sin, and it's caused by lust, by an unrighteous, un 
godly desire to get, get, get. At its heart, sin is selfish. It's about putting me first. It's about living for myself. It's about everything for me. Now, now this, the opposite of this is the divine nature. You and I were made to be like God. We were created in the image of God. When Adam sinned, he sin entered the world and we fell. And when we fell, we were corrupted. And that corruption came from lust. Indeed, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the boastful pride of life. This is what drives the world. This is what drives most people. Not you and me. You and me, we're driven by, we are partakers of the divine nature. The divine nature at its core is love. And love at its core is the opposite of lust. And so while the world is being corrupted by lust, you and I are being renewed by love. And as we walk in Christian love, we bring light and life and goodness and kindness into the realm wherever we are. We bring goodness. We bring the goodness of God. We bring the love of God and the life of God where we go. Brothers and sisters, that's our mission. That's our calling. That's our privilege. That's what we do. And so whereas the world corruption based on lust, us building. The world, the, the lust of the world, it's tearing down. It destroys. We build up. We make we make things beautiful. We bring the love of God and the light of God wherever we go. That's our calling. Isn't that exciting? We're different. We want to be different. We sure do. What an exciting way to live life, to think you're bringing God's nature, God's goodness wherever you go. You are the light of the world. Well, that's what we're going to be talking about. How do we you know, wherever we are in this journey, you might say, well, Tom, I'm still kind of selfish and corrupt and I'm bringing the, I'm not bringing the good. Well, if that's the case, we really want to get back and be talking this week about how we go through this process of faith, moral excellence, uh, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, kindness, kindness, and love. You see how it starts with faith and it ends with love the divine nature, escaping the corruption of the world by lust. What a calling. What excitement that adds to our life. What significance that adds to our trials, our difficulties, our hardships. What a different perspective it gives when we see others who are who are lost and who are corrupt to see what is the solution, what is the answer. The answer is what we're talking about here, the precious and magnificent promises of God that allow us to become partakers of the divine nature. I get fired up about this. I hope you do too. It's going to be a great week, maybe even two. Who knows how long we're going to be spending on this topic. But I hope you will join us every day, and I hope you'll invite your friends because these things can make a difference. You know people who are stuck in their Christian life? You know people who've stopped growing? You know people who are discouraged? You know people who 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 are losing hope? I believe that a lot of what we talk about this week will help give 
guidelines and and some boundaries and some some uh, perspective on where they are in their spiritual journey and where they can go next. I hope you'll all join us. Let's pray about this. Father in heaven, hallelujah, we give you thanks and praise today. What an exciting invitation you've given us to move from from faith in Jesus Christ to, to claiming your precious and magnificent promises so that by those promises we would escape the corruption that's in the world by lust, and we would indeed become partakers of the divine nature. Wow! What an invitation. Thank you. Thank you that you, you are welcoming us. Thank you this is your desire for us. And Lord, this isn't based on whether we're rich or poor or educated or not. This knowledge, the true knowledge of God is available to all. And for this, we give you thanks and praise, and we love you. We're excited, Lord, about walking with you. We're excited about the impact you want us to have upon our world. And we pray, Father, that for grace this week to make progress. I thank you. I believe we will. Thank you. We're going to make progress even this very day. We bless you, and we love you for your word and your promises that change our life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, folks, thanks for joining me today. We're here every day, 8.30 a.m. live, and where you can watch the video later or listen to the Apple, uh, the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. But, you know, we get in the Word of God every day. Why? Because we value those precious and magnificent promises. They're beautiful. They're awesome. We're going to learn a lot about that this week. So if you're new, welcome. I hope you join us. Hit that like button. Uh, hit that notify button. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. And tell your friends. Leave a comment below. I'd love to know who you are. But tell your friends. Please tell your friends. Invite them. Because every day, day by day, we get in the Word of God. It'll make a difference. So God bless you. I love you guys. So glad you're here with me. Until we meet tomorrow, might God strengthen you, bless you, make His face shine upon you. And might you be filled with the knowledge of the Son of God and of the promises that will change your life. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.